Are you tired of feeling like you have to hide your faith in order to be successful in business? Welcome to the Flamingo Advantage podcast, where Christian marketing and client experience coach Katie Horner leads you to embrace your uniqueness, to see the marketplace as a mission field, and your business as an act of worship. Welcome back to the Flamingo Advantage podcast. I'm Katie Horner, your host, and I'm really excited to have a guest with you today. Before I get into that, though, if you should happen to hear any loud noises in the show that my wonderful editor cannot cover up, just know that we are making things happen at our home in Mexico this week, and we've got people in the backyard working on the gate today, and I never know what that's going to mean as we're doing life and business on a day-to-day basis. So that out of the way, our guest with us today is Heather Hyman of Sweet Tea Social Marketing, and I'm so excited to have her. She is not only an agency owner, but also a speaker and a really big promoter of faith in business, of mixing what is inside and important to you into what you do in the outside on a day-to-day basis. And Heather and I had another chance to reconnect recently, and we're able to just share what God is doing in both of our businesses. And it's so, so encouraging. I wanted to bring her to you as more of a practical training today and diving into how we can improve what we're doing in our marketing to connect with the people God is bringing us. So Heather, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it, Katie. It's awesome to be here with you. Absolutely. I'm excited to dive into this because we've been talking in the last few episodes around money mindset and about, you know, using our resources well in our business And you are someone who, for me, you use your resources so well. You know how to connect so well in your marketing and what you're doing, even in the voices of your clients with those in your agency, as well as when you're on stage. Tell us a little bit about how you got to be a communicator, number one, and then how did that translate into the business that you have? Yeah. So, I mean, it's really interesting. And, you know, like the short version of my story is I used to be a special education teacher And 23 years ago, my life turned crazy upside down, uh, not great circumstances, but I found myself working in a digital marketing agency as like the front office person. And during about a two-year window there, I kind of went from office manager to project manager to graphic designer and web designer. And it was like a small bootstrap company. However, we were doing the marketing for Subway, Wilson Sports, like huge brands. And this is back in like the dot-com boom, right? So this is like right at the turn of 1999 to 2000. And so that's kind of how I got in this space. But God has wired me to just be a connector. I get joy in bringing people together. And over the course of time when social media kind of came to be, I just found myself getting great pleasure in using social media resources to really amplify a message beyond the people that you just physically know within your radius and the people you've kept in touch with via high school. And I just found it to be an equalizer, a resource to just allow people who may not have the money to do commercial on the local television station. And so as a small business owner myself, um, you know, I was just trying to go, how can I get my message out to more people? And so I just feel that how God has wired me as a connector And my love of community has really just kind of evolved, you know, over the course of the two companies that I have had to really be able to say, 
social is a way for you to build community, build relationships, to do it well, even if you don't have ad spend. And that's really translated well for us. The one thing I think that is just unique and different about us, not just that we have our faith, I would say very boldly in our own marketing, and it's not a marketing tactic, it's genuinely that we're digital missionaries. So as digital missionaries, we like to come alongside other Christian-led companies so that their light can shine for Christ. I mean, period, full stop. So that's why we're doing what we're doing. But we've really just seen what's worked well for us. We've seen what's worked well for our clients. So it's not just, hey, I've learned all this stuff or I've Googled this stuff, but it's more so on a practical level as a practitioner, I've practiced what I've preached. I've helped my clients do it. And then I just love the ability, just even like conversations like this, that if I can just give one person a tip that they're not doing to incorporate it into their business, whether they do or don't have the money to hire someone, that brings me joy that it can just help somebody else just be able to market themselves better. I love the phrase digital missionary. And I think we always say you're doing marketplace missions or you're doing work as worship, right? And I think that digital missionary just fits right in there so well that if this is what God has given you to do, like this is how he's going to shine his light through you and reach the world through you. And I love that we're so much on the same page right there. I want to dive into the tips that you mentioned. And I know you've got sort of several different categories of content that you like to use and recommend your clients use, but what can you give us in terms of tips that we can put into practice on our social media right now? So, yeah. So, I mean, to try to keep it simple, I have a social framework that's based on like an acronym for the word social. And those are six categories that I feel are essential to anybody wanting to do social well. So for the sake of time, I will just kind of say what each of those six sections are and kind of just give you one quick tip from each. And I'm happy to like elaborate on anything, if that makes sense. Sure. And we'll put the links in the show notes for you guys. So if you're listening to this on the road, watching with your kids in the background, whatever, just know we'll have all this in the show notes. You can come and grab that at the end of this as well, as well as a special content calendar that Heather is going to share with us. So I've got my pen ready. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so I mean, my first tip, the S stands for strong foundations. What that means regarding your marketing is just making sure that you're clear on who you are and who you help and that that's translating to your social media. And a quick five second audit is like, if you're on Instagram, can you tell just by your Instagram bio, not scrolling at all, Does your bio tell me who you are and what you do and how you help people? There's an opportunity for you to make that be a stronger foundation for your marketing. And the same thing on Facebook or TikTok, wherever you are, and you don't need to be in all the places, but do it well and make it very clear who you help. So that's just tip number one. Tip number two would be for the O stands for optimize relationships. And that doesn't mean use people. That doesn't mean spam people. But I would say my number one tip for optimizing relationships is if you meet someone in person, online, in the DMs, through an email, and they resonate with you for whatever reason, make it be an intentional part of your marketing to follow up with that person every 60 days. And if you're not wired like that, like put a note on your Google calendar that says follow up with the people that have just kind of been on my mind 
and just kind of make a small growing list. And by those small touch points on social, whether it be, hey, I'm going to intentionally go to Katie, for example, I'm going to go to Katie's social today and I'm going to look at her last five posts and I'm going to authentically like engage. I'm not going to comment and say nice. I'm not going to just click the like button, but I'm going to leave a meaningful comment and bonus points. If you tag Katie, then Katie's going to get a notification and she's going to more likely see it. So by optimizing the relationships, even if it's someone that you just met, you've got an ability to have more opportunities to like nurture that relationship, which can lead to revenue. It can lead to sales. It can lead to opportunities. So that's kind of that tip. Uh, Tip number three would be for the C, which stands for choose the right platform. So my number one tip here is to do less and to do it really well. So if you are believing that you need to be in all the platforms because they're all legitimate and they all genuinely have millions of people every month, that all is accurate that there are all kinds of people on all these platforms. But you are honestly, unless you've got a big team, you are going to look average and mediocre in all these places if you're trying to dive, kind of dilute what you have among so many platforms. So my tip is do one or two platforms really, really well and to show up and look awesome. And when you're on podcast interviews or you're at places, intentionally guide people to that one place you really want them to go to and and be responsive. I love that. Sometimes I think we get overwhelmed. Like we feel, oh, the people that we watch, like they're, they're out there and they're everywhere and they're on all these platforms. And a lot of times we are looking at them, not realizing that like they've been in business longer than we have. They have a bigger team than we have. Like they have more resources sometimes. And we compare ourselves to those that are where we want to be and think that we're falling short when really like this is where they were when they were our size kind of thing. Exactly. And and it's such great wisdom to focus in on that one that you can do really well and then add another as you have time and resources. I just, I can't overemphasize that enough. <laughs> and I think that it's a relief to some people. So it's like, I feel like I say it a lot, but we're always in new places and there's always new people. And I just feel that there's so much out there saying, this is the only way to have success. And I'm just here to say, you can have a six-figure business using only Instagram. You can have a great business that's thriving using Twitter and LinkedIn. And it doesn't mean that TikTok's not a great place. It also means that Pinterest isn't great, but you can do all the things all at the same time. And I always like to say, yes, it's free to like save your URL or save the username on a platform, but time is your most precious commodity. Mm-hmm. So you are either doing the social or you have more resources and you can pay someone to help you to do it well. But especially if you're getting started or if you are in a scaling stage, just do it strategically and literally say, we're going this quarter, we're going to focus on Instagram. And if you do have the finances and the bandwidth, we'll get Instagram running well and then just slowly build on that as your resources allow. So much wisdom there. Now, what's the I? (laughs) Step four is influential content. So my number one tip for the influential part is for you to believe, to know, and to demonstrate that you have expertise and you have knowledge that you, I don't say that you take for granted, but you take for granted, but there are people that need to know what you have. 
And so that content needs to be on your social media marketing. And so the best way for me to say what I said and you to be able to execute it on that would be for you to say, what are the top 10 questions that I get asked over and over and over again? You could tell me right now in your sleep what it is and turn those top 10 questions into your next 10 pieces of influential content for social. And I'll also say these can be small bite-sized things. So if the number one question you get asked is, Heather, what are the top 10 things that I could be doing on Instagram? You could literally turn that into 10 different social media posts that says, today's Instagram tip of the day is this. So bite-sized, small is great, but take the top things that you get asked and turn that into the content. And I like to phrase it this way. I want you to be found guilty of being awesome at what you say you do. And if you say that you are a great speaker, but your LinkedIn profile doesn't look like you've been a speaker anywhere in the last eight years, well, there's a problem. So you want what appears on LinkedIn to match who you say you are. And so that's kind of like a quick uh, fix to that one. Love it. Awesome. All right, let's keep going. Tip number five for you is it's automation and smart systems. So my tip here is for you to schedule some of your social media content so that you're not at 11 o'clock at night in the shower saying, oh my goodness, I haven't posted on social in like weeks. This drives me crazy because I'm a huge believer that the mental bandwidth of thinking about what you could or should or haven't done on social is 90% of the problem. So what I want you to smartly automate and smartly leverage just scheduling some posts on the platform that you want to be actively on. Then in real time, schedule 15 minutes a day or 30 minutes a week that you are going to make sure that you've responded to DMs or that you do a real time, oh, I'm having lunch right now with Katie at the Mexican restaurant and do some things in real time. So what I'm telling you is when you have some automation and you're strategically having systems in place, it allows for you to still be able in real time to engage and show up and respond. And you're not putting all of your social media like on autopilot. I, I love the, the idea of scheduling it so that it gives you the bandwidth to be thinking about what adds value in the moment, right? Because if we're always thinking, what can I do to add value today? Like then it becomes burdensome become something, at least for me, that I resent having to do today, right? But mm-hmm. having those evergreen ones that are just scheduled and go out has been amazing. And the thing I love is now we have tools that will like reschedule. So I can literally program some of them and it will automatically put them out again three months later and I don't ever have to touch it. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, and this will especially apply to Christians in the marketplace, which I know is your audience, but My tip number six is really for people to have a legacy and kingdom impact. And so what does that mean in your marketing? So I like to give a real life example. I had a friend who has like, like a membership affiliated company and she wanted to have, when people joined her membership, she wanted to kind of like wow them and send them like this cute package. So she had researched, found like three companies that she finalized and settled on. They were both had great quality products, very similar price points. They've had positive reviews, right? So everything so far seemed equal. 
Well, one company said in their marketing and on their social, they said, hey, we've partnered with like this organization in Central America. And for each cell we have, we donate X, Y, and Z for this mission, for this cause, you know, to help these kids, you know, and I don't remember the specific program, but it may have been something like, you know, helping them have like school supplies or like drinking healthy water, like something along those lines. And I say that to say is my friend ended up choosing the company that made her feel better about how they were going to be using the money that she was spending. And so a lot of people are passionate about pro-life movement causes, or they're excited about going, what could I do about human trafficking? But what anything that God has placed upon your heart, if you're doing something with those resources, I would just encourage you to incorporate telling some of that story in your marketing online because it absolutely helps people when they're making buying decisions if it emotionally makes them feel that they're making like a legacy or kingdom impact with their business decisions it can very much make people more interested to want to do business with you and so like that was a practical tip but I'll also just tell you like when I send a proposal before I've worked with someone it's like this is how much this is costing this is what you get here are the deliverables here's how you pay me And then it literally, the final paragraph basically says, we donate a portion of every single client that works with us, and we donate those monies towards pro-life, adoption, or human trafficking causes, because those are things that are near and dear to my heart. And so it's like when you can amplify that message, it helps you not only be a kingdom impactor, but it also makes your client and your customers feel so much more excited about knowing where their dollars are going. I love that. It's almost like getting a two for one with your money, right? And those of you listening with us, we're talking with Heather Hyman today of SweetTeaSocialMarketing.com. And I just love these tips that you've been giving, Heather, about how to use our social media in all these different ways to share these different, not just what we sell, right? Like we have to put that out there at some point, but to be able to share these different pieces around who we are and what we stand for and the things that are really going to connect with our people. I'm, I'm so grateful for these strategies. Now, you said you have a content calendar. like so It just follows up on these strategies that you just shared. Tell us about the content calendar and where folks can get that. Yeah. So, I mean, we basically, because we do social for our company, of course, but we are like more of like a boutique agency where we take six or less clients at one time and we're creating their strategies and we're creating their social. So we're like in the weeds all the time going, what's getting more engagement? What's getting people talking? What's getting people to share stuff? And we basically created a content calendar that we're always updating based on real-time strategy, so to say. And so you can get a copy of our calendar. It's a 31-day content calendar. It's like a plug-and-play broken down into like six different categories. And all of them are posts that can work for you in your business or in your nonprofit um, and you can get that absolutely free. Um, just go to sweetteasocialmarketing.com forward slash content calendar. Love it. And we'll have that in the show notes. So if you didn't get it there, we'll have that there. Just scroll down to the, the description or the notes and grab that calendar. So, so helpful. Tell us what's next for you, Heather. I know that you're doing a lot of speaking now. What's the Lord got planned in the next, say, six months for your business? Yeah. So, I mean, it's exciting. I'm going to be speaking 
throughout the U.S. at a couple different conferences that do have like a faith-based component. And I just love seeing really what God wants for us. It's been fun because I had honestly a heart more for teaching people how to do their own social. And I was like driven type A, like, God bless this business. And I wanted it to work so badly. And what happened was it wasn't growing, but what was exploding with zero effort on my part was people that said, I don't want to do this. I just want to hire somebody who I can trust, who is like-minded, who can make it look well in our voice. And so I just kind of about a year and a half ago threw my hands up and was like, okay, God, I'm just going to do what you want me to do. And it feels like against what like I wanted. But I mean, what I want is to do what God wants me to do. But it was like, I kind of just closed down my membership and went all in on speaking and doing strategy and doing social for people. And at the end of the day, my heart is not in a place of, again, wanting to do social for a hundred people and feel like I'm locked to my desk doing this 24 seven thing. But what has really been a blessing is just really seeing how God is growing like our mighty but small team. And it's allowing us to just genuinely come alongside businesses and organizations that you might think have an in-house marketing team, but they don't. But we always like to say we want to help them feel like they have the in-house marketing team without the in-house marketing team-like expenses. And it's just been fun to just be able to be the wife I want to be and be the mom I want to be and to just like show up diligently for our clients And so right now, honestly, I feel right now we're in a place of like, things are great, but I'm just constantly just going, God, who knows the next friendship, relationship or client could shift what that trajectory looks like. And I'm excited about that. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that. And I have to ask before we go, where did you come up with the name Sweet Tea Social? I don't know if anybody else has been playing with that in their heads, but um, I feel like that's like... We have to answer that before we end this conversation. (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm laughing because I'm like, I don't know if I've ever answered that on a podcast episode. And so I'm like, (laughs) let me tell you. So I live in South Carolina. I've lived in other places and I lived in Europe, but I've moved around a lot. But I was born and then I've been in the South since 2014. And so sweet tea is like my happy place. Um, And I love sweet tea. And so November of 2014, I was going to a marketing conference where I was actually launching my company. I had just moved and I was like, I need business cards. And I was Googling literally like how to name a business. And like one idea that I really liked was naming it after my my name, Heather Hyman. But my last name isn't pronounced how it sounds. And so I was like, no, no one would be able to find it. So I need something that I want people to hear it. And I want them to be able to find it on Google. So I just literally got a piece of paper and said, what are things I love? And I literally was like, Jesus. And I was like, (laughs) Chick-fil-A. And I was like, sweet tea. And I just was like, well, I can't use Chick-fil-A because like there'd be a copyright issue. (laughs) And I just was like, sweet tea. And I was like, sweet tea social. And then I was like, I don't want to do social media because I really like to focus on the marketing component, but I was like, sweet tea social, that's it. And then I just threw in the marketing there, printed my business cards at Staples, went to the conference and that's the the rest is history. 
Oh, I love it. And if you're watching this on video, you'll notice she does have a uh, Chick-fil-A <laughs> cow in the background, as well as her hashtag Sweet Tea Social right. on the wall. So I love the way that you're leaning into that and just being you, being unique and leveraging that in, as, a, as a flamingo advantage, so to speak. And I love um, it. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing today. Absolutely. Always a pleasure and great, great to see you again, Katie. Well, if you're listening to this, it's been a great conversation with Heather Hyman of SweetTeaSocialMarketing.com. Be sure to head over and grab that content calendar at her website slash content calendar. And we'll have those links in the show notes for you. Remember that the best way for you to show up and be you today is simply to do what God has created you to do in the place that he's created you to do it. Your message matters, my friend. We'll see you in the next episode. If you found this episode helpful, please share it with a friend and consider joining our free listener community at theflamingoadvantage.com. Remember, my friends, your message matters and your voice is needed. Don't be afraid to let your flamingo show.